Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. We Charity is closing in Canada, and um, also the question that we have, one of the questions we have is what is needed as far as resumption of parliamentary committee investigations into the ethics and conflict of interest issues involving Trudeau and Morneau, Morneau found in violation of election rules. This is a big penalty now. You're going to have to pay three hundred dollars. <laughs> what were they thinking when they put the fine structure in place? So, how can we really impress on these people that if they violate the ethics or the conflict of interest uh, act, that they really understand the significant importance and we make them pay for it? Yeah, we'll give them the same uh, fine as you might get for running a stop sign. Three hundred dollars. I don't think Mr. Morneau is going to worry about that fine too much. Hope he worries about the principle of the thing. Duff Conacher is the co-founder of Democracy Watch. Great organization, really. They they represent the interests of, of all of us uh, at Democracy Watch when they pursue, and it's nonpartisan, they pursue all of the uh, political parties, federally, provincially, when something seems to be skidding off the rails, and you can provide uh, some financial support if you can, because it's not a self-funding organization. It helps if you can provide some uh, some assistance, democracywatch.ca. That's right, Adolf, it's democracywatch.ca? That's right. Thanks for coming on the show. My pleasure, Roy. So what are your thoughts on the announcement that We Charities are closing in Canada? And I just want to add this. Based on Justin Trudeau's original, they're the only organization in Canada capable of delivering the student grant program statement, I would have thought their position was much stronger than it now appears to be. Yes, well, the... The charity has lost a lot of sponsors uh, as a result of this scandal, and um, it's a conglomerate, really, of organizations. It's not just the charity; it's the Me to We for profit, and then this new We Charity Foundation, which was the one that was actually going to get the money from the federal government, even though it's only existed for a year and has no track record of delivering programs like this, which was part of the scandal, and. Uh, yeah, it's uh, going to now sell off the real estate and take that money, put it into an endowment to continue its operations in other countries, but not in Canada. It smells to me like fleeing the jurisdiction and smacks of saying, well, we're going to take our ball and go play elsewhere because people won't let us play the game the way we want to in Canada. And the way they were playing the game was wooing politicians by essentially promoting them through their events of, of different political stripes, but mostly liberal, but others as well, as long as they were in power and could hand out grants to them. And then uh, also lobbying without registering and selling access to kids across the country to big businesses to, to have their propaganda put into schools. And lots of people have criticized all of that, and they're saying, oh, well, you don't like the way we play, we're going to take our ball and go elsewhere. Yeah. Are you investigating any of this at Democracy Watch? Yes, Democracy Watch has filed complaints about the Prime Minister taking part uh, and having his staff take part in the uh, whole process of how this decision was made to hand out the sole source funding to We Charity, and also the Finance Minister's staff. And these are different complaints that we filed with the Ethics Commissioner than the complaints that the uh, opposition MPs have filed, because they've only complained about Morneau and Trudeau taking part in the final cabinet meeting that approved the funding. But the evidence is now that their staff took part through the whole process. And their staff 
act on behalf of the minister and on behalf of the prime minister. So they can't take part in the decision-making process if the prime minister or our cabinet minister are prohibited from taking part. You can't just have your staff say, oh, I'm here on my own. I'm not actually the chief of staff or yeah. policy advisor to the minister. I'm just here on my own, and I'm telling you this is the way we'd like things to go. They always act on behalf of ministers, so we've asked the ethics commissioner to investigate the whole process, and then also the RCMP to investigate the whole process and whether it amounts to a breach of trust by Prime Minister Trudeau or, or former Finance Minister Morneau. Do you know anything at all about how interested the RCMP might be in this uh, particular development? Of We Charity wrapping things up? The- yeah, and uh, yeah, we'll take it a step further, uh, and because I was about to ask you about this and follow up on what you said, it was not accidental that Mr. Trudeau and Mr. Morneau were the cabinet meetings they now say they shouldn't have been at. That There's no way that that was just a, an oversight. No, no, not an oversight at all. It was intentional. And um, the excuses that Trudeau has offered are um, show a dishonest purpose, and that's part of what you need to prove a breach of trust. I mean, it, they already had the four elements proven, that um, they were acting as an official, obviously in their official capacity, they're violating the standards of the office. Uh, the ethics commissioner will find them guilty for violating the standards of the office by being at that meeting, and in a serious way. You know, this is trying to flow public's money to one of their family's favorite charities on both yeah. the behalf of the prime minister and also finance minister. Jeff, let me ask you the this. last key element is intention, yep. right? Because it is a crime. You have to prove intent. And Mr. Trudeau's lines about we charity being the only organization uh, that could do this, those are, that's, that was simply a lie. I mean, it's been proven by experts and others coming forward and saying well, they could have done it. And also we found out We Charity couldn't actually do it. They, they don't even operate in French. So how are they delivering a national program? So yeah, that's exactly a dishonest the- uh, uh, claim that he made, and that shows a dishonest purpose for this funding. So that's why we've called on the RCMP to investigate it. And we've had confirmation that they are reviewing our complaints, but that doesn't mean they're investigating it. That just means the initial review is underway. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just going back to the Supreme Court of Canada, refused to uh, follow up the point you were making at Democracy Watch, that uh, the process of announcing, the selecting, the ethics commissioner, Mario Dion, was uh, blatantly subjective. And, uh, and biased. And the Supreme yeah. Court said, that's, that's, that's fine, they can do that. Yeah, unfortunately, um, the Federal Court of Appeal ruled that the cabinet was biased when, uh, when they were uh, choosing both the ethics commissioner and the lobbying commissioner. Uh, both offices were investigating Prime Minister Trudeau and other ministers at the time that the two commissioners were chosen. And Trudeau actually recused himself from choosing the ethics commissioner. But other cabinet ministers, Mr. Uh, uh, Morneau was at the table, and he was being investigated by the Ethics Commission at the time. Mm-hmm. And all cabinet ministers serve at the pleasure of Prime Minister Trudeau. So even if he steps aside, they all know uh, who is the one that keeps them in cabinet. It's him. Yeah. So his conflict causes a conflict for all of them. The Federal Court of Appeal ruled, yeah, they're biased, but it's allowed under a Supreme Court of Canada ruling back in 2001, which said these kind of watchdogs can be chosen by cabinet even though they're watching over cabinet. 
And unfortunately, the Supreme Court didn't take the case, and they've decided to maintain this system, which is very dangerous to our democracy, uh, having politicians choose their own watchdogs. But you can't go past the Supreme Court. It's the court of last resort, and all we know is they're biased, and hopefully they'll choose them in a more independent way the next time around. Duff, we have about a minute here. What's the takeaway today on the 13th of September? Just that many questions remain. Uh, Documents were disclosed. People probably saw the headlines of that. 5,000 pages, but a lot of them were blacked out. And uh, that information should not be hid. And and the public has a right to know that information about how this whole decision was made. And, of course, they're claiming, well, there's cabinet confidences. But that's one of the most abused loopholes in our access to information system. And uh, I think it's been abused in this case, and thankfully Parliament's lawyer has pushed back. And so is the committee, and they're going to keep pushing to get to the real truth of how this happened. And hopefully all the investigators, Auditor General, Procurement, Ombudsman, Ethics Commissioner, Lobbying Commissioner, and RCMP will do their jobs properly and hold those accountable who have done wrong in this situation. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.